Hi, you're listening to Ten Minute IS Paper. My name is Blair Wang. Today's paper is called "Envy on Social Media: The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly," by Jiao Wu and Mark Srite, published in the International Journal of Information Management in 2020. Social media. It's something that a lot of us spend a lot of time on, but it's something that also gets quite a bit of bad press these days. A lot of critique of social media centers around the effect it has on our perception of reality. Social media, of course, not only presents a distorted view of reality in terms of current world affairs, political polarization, and so on, but also just in our little social circles. A common saying is that people only upload their so-called highlight reel. The highlight reel referring to all the good things that are happening in one's life. You selectively upload memories of the good things, curating a particular perception of who you are that might not exactly reflect reality because you've excluded a lot of the more mundane or negative life experiences and memories. Or as this paper puts it, since social media enables users to carefully select and craft their positive self-presentation, the shared information. May not reflect the reality. What this leads to is the feeling of envy, or as again this paper puts it, when audiences view this information, they may spontaneously compare their situation with what has been posted. And if the viewers perceive themselves to be lacking in comparison, they could experience envy. But not all envy is necessarily bad. Certainly, there is the kind of envy that makes you feel miserable about yourself, and it might even make you want to take other people down. In Australia, we often refer to this as the so-called tall poppy syndrome, referring to this metaphor of finding tall flowers and wanting to pluck them out of the ground. That is what this paper refers to as malicious envy. But there's a second kind of envy that this paper wants to focus our attention on. They call it benign envy. It's the kind of envy where it's associated with what I would call a growth mindset, where instead of feeling miserable about what you don't have, you feel a desire to improve your own life. That when you see people who are doing better than you, the response isn't to feel negativity towards them, but instead to think, how can I make my own life better? How can I strive towards a better situation for myself? Yes, sometimes the highlight reel shown on social media is unrealistic, but if it's unrealistic and idealized. Then it's an ideal to strive towards, isn't it? So social media could potentially lead to two different kinds of envy: malicious and benign. And these two types of envy have implications for how people use social media. Specifically, the authors propose the two concepts of perceived enjoyment and perceived enhancement. Perceived enjoyment is how much the users enjoy using the social media platform. On the other hand, perceived enhancement is the extent to which the user feels like they actually have some motivation to continue to improve their lives. You could see that this aligns closely with malicious envy and benign envy. Malicious envy leading to Perceived enjoyment, probably,、um, and perceived envy, probably leading to perceived enhancement,、um, and also their future intentions to use the social media, to continue to use the social media. So this overall process of cause and effect, particularly the two types of envy and the two roads that one could walk down, this is what the authors of this paper construct as their research model. This is a positivist study for sure.、Um, it's it's hypothesis testing, it's quantitative, and so we do have. What is essentially a proposed set of hypotheses, which will be tested using statistics and structural equation modeling. These were tested across two studies. 
one with a group of university students, presumably the researchers, university students, and the other with a sample of users from Facebook and Twitter. Let's talk about the results of these studies after this. So the results are pretty much what what you'd expect, what the authors hypothesized. Upward social comparison, in other words, when you look at other people on social media and notice that they are in some way seem to be having life better than you, can lead to both malicious and benign envy. And in general, malicious envy is inversely correlated with benign envy. In other words, typically in the same person, the higher the malicious envy, the lower the benign envy, and the other way around as well. Malicious envy tends to reduce how much people enjoy being on social media, whereas benign envy tends to increase how much people tend to perceive their enhancement of their lives. In other words, how, how motivated they are to try to improve their lives, to reach the standard that's shown to them on social media through other people. Uh, the authors didn't really test whether benign envy leads to perceived enjoyment or whether malicious envy leads to perceived enhancement. I guess that's just not really something within the scope of this study. And on the other end of that, as you'd expect, the less people enjoy the platform, the less likely they are to use it. But with greater perceived enhancement, comes greater intention to use the social media platform. If you're thinking this sounds like the technology acceptance model or TAM, it's because it is in fact inspired by TAM. So these results were pretty much consistent across the university students and the sample of users from Twitter and Facebook, with some interesting notable exceptions. Uh, particularly on Twitter, uh, malicious envy and benign envy were actually weakly correlated. In other words, they tended to increase together, which is a little bit odd. Uh, the authors point out that, of course, different social media platforms result in different kinds of behavior from the users. That's, that's kind of the point of testing both Facebook and Twitter. And in particular, Facebook is more for personal things, bragging about your latest holiday, whereas Twitter is, is used quite differently and a lot of the time used to solicit wisdom of the crowd. And so it's, it's a different kind of, let's say, discourse on Twitter. The other thing there, just on that note, is that they did also notice substantially more benign envy on Twitter than on Facebook, or even their university students. And again, Twitter is used in that slightly more informational way rather than to post holiday photos typically. It's often used just for sharing news. One thing that the authors point out in this paper is that around 7 out of 10 adult Twitter users in the US get news from Twitter. So it's more functional and useful rather than something that you look at as a form of personal networking among your friends. So what does this study contribute to our understanding of social media? Well, the authors point out three things. Firstly, to point out that this perception of social media as a breeding ground for envy and jealousy is a bit of an oversimplification. Obviously, it depends on the kind of social media. We often think of things like Facebook and Instagram, but there's obviously other kinds of platforms where people behave differently as well. That leads on to the author's second stated contribution. Based on the first one, for individual users, it's important to have good knowledge of the social media platforms and also themselves so they can expect the envy and take proactive actions to prevent possible unfavorable consequences. That's straight out of page 11. In other words, as a user, you set your expectations correctly. Every time you tap on that social media icon, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter on your phone or on your computer, that you know what you're signing up for every time you're using it and to adjust your behavior and your expectations accordingly. And thirdly, the authors point out that knowing this gives us an opportunity to design a better world. For example, the authors point out that you could take some of the principles here and design social media in education settings where a certain degree of 
benign envy. Prompting students in a virtual classroom kind of setting could actually give them the push they need to make sure that they're keeping up with their peers. And finally, in organizations, and yes, this is mostly about personal use of social media, but in organizations, we can't ignore the fact that envy is there as well. And based on everything that we've learned from this paper, we can foster positive and collaborative social media environments to encourage people to work together and encourage one another rather than want to avoid each other and push each other down. This has been an episode of 10 Minute IS Paper. Thanks for listening. The music on this podcast is composed and performed by Kevin McLeod and generously licensed under Creative Commons. You can find out more about this podcast at www.tmisp.org and you can reach out to me, Blair Wang, at www.blair.wang.com.